Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. What? Alongside my dear friend, former Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. We're here to hang out and talk to you about Cowboys and Dolphins. And by the way, the only people that don't get time off this time of year, pro athletes and the folks at Bet Online with NFL, bowl season, NBA, they're in full swing here over the holidays. Bet Online doesn't take a second off to make sure you have all the up to the second odds and news and info. Bet Online, all the sports wagering info available that you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today, get in on the action, use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V. Get your 50% welcome bonus on the first deposit. Woo woo, Bet Online. Hey, Jesse. What's up, brother? Happy. Merry Christmas, day after Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, day. birthday Kwanzaa. Merry Festivus for the rest of us, and happy holidays to everyone. Melikaliki uh, Maka and all of those things. Do you know that song? Have you heard Melikaliki Maka? Nah, I've never heard that. should look it up. It's apparently a, the island phrase for Merry Christmas. Oh. But we got, uh, what's his old name? Bing Crosby, I think, is singing it. Or one of the real old white guys from back in the day. Melakalikimaka is the thing to say. Anyway, uh, did you know that the Cowboys lost? Did you see? Unfortunately, uh, I had to cover that game. So, yeah, uh, I watched it and then had to uh, report on it and cover it, uh, both the pre-halftime and post-game of that game. Mm, Almost. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Where do you uh where do you want to start? I picked them to lose. I'm not mad about them losing. I guess I don't get mad about the team losing, but like this is another game where if you want uh ranting and raving, I don't have much for you. I've got yeah, two point underdog, lost by when they lose by two, yeah, two points. Uh Boy, I wish you didn't fumble on a seven-point play. That would have been great. Probably win a football game if you don't fumble on a seven-point play. Offense played well enough to win. Defense played well enough to win. And the Cowboys took an L on the road. Yeah. I think the thing that has gotten to me, and this this may be the wide receiver in me, and you as well, um, I, I just – I've literally been trying to wrap my head around and I've gone back and I've watched the the TV copy and uh, still haven't been able to figure out how does one of the elite receivers in the National Football League who's on your football team, who wears a number that you deem to be a number that only the greats in your organization are allowed to wear, for the most part. For the most part. Except the one guy who was throwing a jersey into his head coach's face, Antonio Bryant. But other than that, the other 88s all worked out well. Um, can come out the gates. Four catches, 93 yards in all but two series. And then he goes absolutely silent for two and a half quarters. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It is one of those weird phenomenons that I, I just because there were at times where they they did do some double covering, but not all the time. 
they, they were a lot of, they didn't travel. They didn't say, hey, you know, Jalen Ramsey, you go over there and you guard C.D. Lamb. But the fact of the matter that C.D. can come out as red hot as he did, and then that that Vic Fangio defense didn't do anything different for the most part throughout that football game, and he went absolutely silent for two and a half quarters is beyond me. And the reason why I said that's beyond me, uh, for two reasons. One, um, how can you do that as a play caller? And then two, as a quarterback, you, you know, it's about reading the room. You know, I remember playing on teams, my time in Cincinnati, my time in Dallas, my, my, my cup of coffee in New England. And there's this relationship between QB1 and wide receiver one. And there were times where Carson Palmer would go through a series or two series and Chad may not have gotten the ball and he would just go, hey, he, oh, hey, Ocho, hey, 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 Chad, listen, hey, I'm coming to you this next play. Like, whatever it is, I'm, I'm coming to you because he just felt like you need a shot, right? You need the ball in your hands. You need you need a touch. Uh, same thing with, 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 with Tony Romo and Des Bryant. There were times where we're just like, you know what, Des, we've been through two series and Des hadn't gotten the ball. And Tony would just call a smoke screen, just a simple, just, just boom, just stand right there, I'm going to throw you the ball and let you just have the ball, let you just touch it, let you just get into the action. And I just don't know how quarterback and offensive play caller can just go through that period of time. I mean, like 35, 45 minutes of real time and not get the ball to your best player. It, it's it's one of those things where I go, uh, I, it's it's beyond me. Uh, that part I still haven't gotten over. It's fair. I agree. And I'm looking at, I'm trying to see, like, is there something magical that happened or changed that causes that? And, I mean, the first drive after CD had already gone bonkers is the one where you're backed up on your own six-yard line. And the Cowboy, I'm going to make a guess here. I'm going to make a guess. My guess is that the Cowboys had already noticed that it wasn't going to be a great day for blocking because you had problems at right tackle, you had problems at left tackle. And so backed up to their six, they went run. Uh, that's a scramble, but you also had a hold on Tyler Smith. So then second and 13, QB sneak. And so you only had one real opportunity to run a play. Now there's a roughing the passer. Sack. That's a pass. Dak scramble. I don't know. I, I agree. I mean, I think I, I think. Here's my thing as well, Jeff. Here's my thing as well. And, and you can see it happen throughout the league. Like, you understand this and you know this. There are certain level of players who, if you take player A and he runs, an, he runs a six-yard stop route, right? He just runs six yards, stop, turns around, give the quarterback his numbers, quarterback throws him the ball, it's a completion, all right? And that's that's receiver A. But then there's this other group of receivers, the, the elite group, who can run the same exact route, have the same exact coverage on the same exact defender, and turn that into a 30-yard game. Like, and, and that's the part that I – you watched the play last night uh, in, the, in the Niners game where I think it was uh, Marlon Humphreys had a dead-to-rights kill shot on Debo, right? Smacks him. 99% of the receivers in the league go down. They may be going out for a couple of plays. Debo bounces off that and gains eight yards, right? That's that's a special type of dude that can do that. You have that in C.D. Lamb. You, you, you have the specialness in a dude like that. And for you not to be able to get him ball the ball in any capacity, I don't care if it's a hitch route. 
I don't care if it's a slant. I don't care if it's a smoke. I don't care if it's a tunnel screen. I don't care if it's a handoff. I don't care what it is. I'm not saying that you have to, like, you know, overdo it with getting him the ball, but there is absolutely no way your best player, especially playing against a defense who wasn't deliberately double covering him, go two and a half quarters without seeing the football in the passing game. It, it just, it's mind boggling to me. And, and you talk about the little things in the course of a game, again, getting on the one yard line. This is, this is, this is now twice in losing situations where the Cowboys have got into the one, my coach used to say the one D line um, back in the day. And you, you failed to get in, right? You fit Tony Pollard. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're watching. You, Every running back in the in the league goes, I'm just going to run to that front pylon, and even if you tackle me, I'm just going to put the ball across the pylon, and we're good. I, I don't know what that thinking was. And or then, I'm going to get you running full speed to this pylon to beat me to this pylon, and then my cutback will work. Right. As opposed to doing it right now. and just I think he just thought, first of all, I don't think he runs like he used to run, and he knows that. So I don't think he thought he could make it. And he thought, this will be easy. Jeff, you cut can back, and I'm downhill, and I can get Jeff, it. Jeff, you could have made that front pylon run. From that position. No, I think people are cheating. What people are doing is they're taking a screenshot of when Pollard caught it here and pretending that he was at full speed. Elliot's going full speed. Pollard's not. Could he beat him? Maybe. I'm, probably. I'm taking my chances. I'm taking my chances with a stiff arm, with something. We're going to fall in there together. I'm going to get it across. Like, the point of the matter is. I agree. You go. You go, and then you, you figure go. out as you get yeah. close. Am I going <laughs> to extend? Am I going to cut back? Either way, I'm going to make it. And but, then you you give you give a running back who I don't even know how many touches Hunter Lipke has on the season, and I know people have been have been clamoring and wanting Hunter Lipke in, in the game. Well, and then you fumble. I, I just it, it is these constant small, um, I shouldn't say small, but the, the the minute details of football that the Cowboys have have failed to do, especially on the road, and it's it's frustrating as a fan, as someone who covers the game. Um, Covers the game of football, but it's also concerning because, as you heard in the broadcast, they said, well, the Cowboys had a leadership meeting. And in this leadership meeting, they talked about, hey, what is happening to us on the road? And nobody in the leadership meeting, according to the reports from the show, from the from, from the TV copy, nobody in the leadership had an answer on to what is happening to the Cowboys on the road. So if the guys in the uniform do not have an answer to what they have to do to get better on the road. That to me is sound the alarms. Like that is a big, big thing when you hear that we don't, we don't know. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to fix it. That that that's a sound the alarm type moment because the way it looks right now, that this team is probably gonna have to go on the road. And if you don't have answers for that, then boy, we'll be we'll be we'll be we'll be division around and done again. Yeah, I think it's very, very, very probable that you're going to be on the road. Now, the only thing is, is let's see, because I know yes. Philly plays against poop and poop, but boy, Philly is struggling to beat anybody. They are not. They are not in a good place. Uh, let's talk about other NFL things. I loved 49ers Ravens. God, that was fun. I love that the Ravens smoked them. I love that the MVP got benched. You can pretend he didn't, but the MVP got benched. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry, the MVP. MVP Brock Purdy. Uh, also say this about about that game because people been in my mentions a lot lately. Um, again, stop saying that people have the blueprint or the blueprint is out on how to beat the 49ers because one, you do not have Lamar Jackson. 
and 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 Cam Newton was right. There are there are game managers and there are game changers. And Lamar Jackson is a game changer. And secondly, you do not have the, the Ravens defense. You don't have the players on their defense, and you don't have the culture of their defense. So and you're missing a whole lot of the blueprint <laughs> that you may want to say. That that blueprint has things in it that a lot of teams, especially teams in the NFC, just don't have. And if you don't have them, then it's more then that blueprint becomes a nice drawing. That's it. You know what I loved about the damn it. We're going to get back to Cowboys in a second because I have something on CD Lamb from what you said a little while ago. What I loved about that Ravens game is like we and the Cowboys and every team in the NFC views San Francisco as the bully and Patrick Queen viewed them as a basketball team. Like he's like, yo, San Francisco plays cute football. We're violent. They play cute football. Yeah. And it's like, damn, everybody in the NFC looks at them and they're like, we play cute football and they <laughs> kick our ass. And the Ravens are like, no, they're doing basketball on a football field. They're doing the cute stuff. And they have a triangle to defend the part. San Francisco destroys you in that triangle. Yep. That's where. Linebacker to linebacker to safety, and maybe it's a square to both safeties. And they've got Kyle Hamilton, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith that will just end your life on every time you try to run across that middle. And they're all really, really good players. That's a good matchup for Baltimore. They like the matchup. Every other team in the NFL is terrified of the matchup. I want to go back to CD because it is one of my favorite things. And it's not new this year, but it's coming along and it's coming along and it's coming along is that CD like on his, uh, the touchdown, the slant where he then hit the brakes on the sideline and broke a tackle and scored. That's the CD you watched at Oklahoma that it took a while in the NFL for him to become a yak guy. And I was wondering if that was ever going to happen, but I guess you do for most people have to become an adult where it's like, yeah, I could do that to the college kids. But as you get further in my NFL career, he is no longer just, yes, I'll get open. Yes. I'll catch the ball. He has now turned into full fledged and then you'll have to deal with me, which makes it yes. More maddening that they didn't just find a way to get him the ball more and then go beat the Miami Dolphins and, here we are. But but he's but he's also I said this when I when I saw him uh in at ATT they were doing training camp at the I'm sorry at, at the star. I said that in training camp, I said, Oh, CD's getting into that man body, right? And that like and that's a different body that than what you come into the league with. Once you get about three or four years in, you age, your shoulders kind of you you fill out a little bit and 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 to still have that that speed and that power, when you add that together, I think CD has gotten back to that. Oh, I'm I'm back to what I used to do in Oklahoma because now I figured out how to do it in the league with my size, with my body, with my man strength. All that comes along, um, you know, with him, and you, and you see that, I, you know, I I don't know, I, I I you know I don't I don't know when you when you when you watch a game like this and you just think to yourself, boy, you know, CD finished the game with six receptions. He had four in the first, he had four in the first series. And and that's that's just a wild 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 proposition. And it, it is so many other things. You know, the offensive line. One of the things that we continue to talk about this offensive line. You know, um, it gets swept under the rug when they blow a team out. But there there are holes in that offensive line. There there are there are crevices in that offensive line. The ability to protect. And you're going to have to do that against hell. You're going to have to do that this week coming up against the Lions. Um, but especially when you go into playoffs. And and Terrence Steele has had his troubles and. Um, I listened to Jerry this morning, and and and, and you know, he talked about they injected Tyron Smith last week, and usually that works, and we'll see how that comes along. No one even explained to us what happened to his back or how it happened to his back, or you know where he's at with that. But you know, if you have both of your your bookends being turnstiles, 
that that that's not good for business. And the Cowboys are looking at a situation where Tyron might not be there, and Terrence still may be there, but maybe there in a losing effort. But we'll see. Man, if they go on any sort of postseason run, it is going to be because of Dak, CD, and defense. And that's going to be tough. It's hard. It's hard to win against the good teams when you know that your team can't run the ball, which means that you have to throw the ball, which means the other team knows you have to throw the ball and your offensive tackles can't pass protect. And you got one dude that gets open. And it's like, all right, here we go, baby. And yet the best plan is to throw the ball because they can't run it. And so you're just counting on Dak to make plays while he's being tackled, while he's breaking the pocket all the time. And it's a hard life, but he's had a hell of a year doing it. I do think the defense had, for the most part, a nice little bounce-back game where the Dolphins didn't shred them on the ground. Yeah. They gave up a couple of big plays, but not a ton of big plays. They tackled. Parsons was great. Tank was great. Uh, Jordan Lewis. Shout out to Jordan Lewis. Give Jordan Lewis some flowers. He 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 played some tough-nosed football, man. Like He he stuck his head in there and was saying, you know what, if I'm going to be in this slot and they're going to come out, they're going to come out to this perimeter, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit of physical. So shout out to you, Jordan Lewis, for, uh, for sticking your nose – and, and, and not making a business decision on the run game. I will say it is very wild how quickly you can go from thinking a position group is a big old strength to realizing that it is absolutely not and how it can be the same players that have been good before is so wild to me. But J. Ron Curse and Donovan Wilson are both on a season-long struggle bus <laughs> of playing football. Malik Hooker, good. J. Ron Curse and Donovan Wilson, there's been a lot of yikes football out of the safeties this year. And, um, and to your point, added to the fact that you're one injury away from looking real sussy out there in the corners when Gilmore went out. Nashawn uh, uh, Wright got him some for one play. Yeah, yeah. When Gilly went out, you thought to yourself, oh, I don't know if I want Nashawn Wright to be my corner opposite of the Rob Bland. So, yeah, so you're absolutely right on that. A position group that started out the year looking really, really, you know, positive, not so much now. Yeah, so the depth is the depth is uh, in trouble. You're about at the end of what you can survive if you're the Cowboys, and they're going to need Tyron Smith if they're going to have a chance to do anything for sure. Having two turnstiles on the offensive line on both ends, <laughs> good luck, good luck. But it'll be Detroit this week, and um, I do believe that they will get back on track. I don't. We'll be happy, happy campers. Uh, after this next game. Oh, no. Something went wrong with my video. There you go. You're back. My computer's stupid. And now my and now my speakers are turned down, too. Jesse, tell everybody bye, because I'm broken. <laughs> yeah, man. Detroit's coming up this week. The Cowboys took an L against Miami. And, I can't uh, see anything. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult week this week for the Cowboys. Gotta get back healthy, gotta get back right. Um, Detroit's gonna be a good game. Hall of Fame, uh, not Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor inductee. Saturday night, uh, Jimmy Johnson goes into the Ring of Honor. And so, yeah. Can you hear me, though, Jeff? I can't hear anything. Did you say bye? Oh, no. I'm going to say bye now. I'm going to say what you know. Did you say bye? Yeah. Uh, eliminate the continuous. Bye, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.